Mike, did you grow up with any pets? I did not. Um, I don't know exactly why. I mean, now I'm not really a pet person. Like, I don't particularly want them. Uh, so I don't really feel like I missed out on anything. Maybe you're just compensating for a hole in your childhood. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I mean, what am I compensating with? Mm. No pet? Fills the pet. You don't. You want to avoid the pain of your childhood. This isn't therapy. This is ungenious. Okay. I did have a dog growing up, and we have one now, just for the record. So I'm, I'm more of a complete person than you are. That's not the topic. Sorry. What are we talking about? Okay. We have a much more extreme pet to discuss today, if it actually ever was a pet at all. Today, we'd like to introduce you to Saturn the Alligator, born in 1936 in the state of Mississippi, not far from my home here in Memphis. I love how much of a turn this takes. So not not much is known about Saturn's early life over there in Mississippi, but shortly after hatching, he was captured and sent to Nazi Germany to reside at the Berlin Zoological Garden. Yeah. How did that happen? I couldn't find a definitive answer. <laughs> I don't know exactly what uh, the Fuhrer had in his mind when wanting to get this very specific alligator. He actually up a little bit later on in the episode. There is a reason I invoked his name. Uh, we said a lot of wild things in this show, but that sentence I actually think is the most bananas. <laughs> Shortly after hatching, he was captured and sent to Nazi Germany to reside at the Berlin Zoological <laughs> Garden. It's, a, it's one for the record books. Anyway, the Berlin Zoological Garden is the oldest and best known zoo in Germany, opening back in 1844. Today, it is home to one of the largest collections of species in the world, of 1,380 in fact, on its 86-acre campus. And this is where rumors of Saturn being a pet of Hitler begin. That is right. While it is hard to track this story down to its exact source, it is believed that the Russian writer Boris Akunin was the first to report it. Now, the Berlin Zoological Garden has denied that this was the case. As you would. Yeah, right. You're not going (laughs) to... We have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) But they say, you know, look, Saturn was on public display at the zoo for decades. It wasn't anyone's personal pet. Some have countered this, saying that Hitler may have had some of his personal animals on display at the zoo, but Saturn doesn't seem to fit that narrative either. You know, there is a kind of a thing where, you know, with the way things were at that point, I guess if he just said it was, what are they going to do? Then it was. Right? He's just, well, that's my pet now. Anyway, this is not to say that the two haven't had contact because Hitler visited the zoo several times and it's probable that he would have seen Saturn on display in his 440-pound, 11-foot-long glory. Saturn was a big boy. Big enough to be a pet, some would say. Uh, During World War II, the zoo sustained damage by Allied bombs in the fall of 1941 and again in the fall of 1943. Hundreds of animals were unfortunately killed in the bombing runs, with more damage being done in the Battle of Berlin. By May of 1945, just 91 of the 3,700 animals at the zoo were accounted for. Like you said, most of them have been killed, but some had also escaped when closures were damaged and that sort of thing, including an alligator who was found the next year just roaming the streets by <laughs> British soldiers. You know, they were in charge of the area of Berlin that the zoo was in, mm-hmm. uh, then the British zone of occupation. So he was just hanging out and he was found. Satin became British. I'm from a nation of heroes. <laughs> what a world. What, what a life this thing had. Can you imagine? You're on patrol, pretty quiet at night. It's like, oh, 
That's an alligator. That's an eleven foot alligator. <laughs> what do we do? They transported the alligator to the Soviet Union later that year for safekeeping. And there he found love. More on that in a moment. Uh, this episode of Ungenius is brought to you by ourselves, by another show here on Relay FM that I want to tell you about, a show called Parallel. Accessibility in technology has come a long way in the past few years. Operating systems can speak, display high contrast text, and support alternative ways to touch the screen or move around it. And the big players in the tech space now speak on a regular basis about their accessibility efforts. So Parallels a Show, hosted by journalist and accessibility expert Shelley Brisbane, she and her guests put accessibility into the larger text context. Sometimes it's about devices and software. Other times it's about living in a world that's powered by more tech every day with accessibility as the icing on the cake. Parallels is a great show. I love working with Shelly. You should go check it out. Some really great episodes include how the iPhone's LiDAR sensor could revolutionize accessibility, a newbie's guide to productivity, and expert takes on what's new in Android every year. So go check it out at relay.fm slash parallel or search for parallel wherever you get your podcast. So it wasn't until he reached Moscow that our toothy friend was given the name Sat, even if locals gave him the nickname of Hitler, no doubt furthering the rumor that the animal had once been a pet. Saturn proved to be very popular at the Moscow Zoo as he was the only alligator on display. In the 1950s, the United States gave the Soviet Union a young female alligator named Shipka as a gift. Zookeepers put the two together, as you would, and they mated but were unfortunately unsuccessful in having any offspring, as Shipka ended up being infertile. Despite being some 13 years younger than Saturn, Shipka died first. This sent Saturn into a depression, and the animal refused to eat for months. However, things turned around in 2005 when he was given a new mate. Uh, heartbreak hasn't been the only hardship that Saturn has endured, let alone war. <laughs> right. <laughs> In the 1980s, a slab of concrete fell from the aquarium ceiling into the alligator enclosure. But thankfully, he wasn't under the slab, having been off in a corner of the enclosure at the time of the incident. In 1990, Saturn was moved into a new aquarium, but didn't take well to the new environment. Once again, refusing to eat for four months and coming close to death. He also had some run-ins with the public. At one point, a drunk visitor threw a boulder into the enclosure to wake the animal, which is terrible, just disgraceful. The rock struck Saturn in the skull, requiring months of intensive care to save his life. After a second incident, which included bottles being thrown into the enclosure, what is wrong with people? People are terrible, that's why. Yeah. After this, the zoo made Saturn's environment more secure, erecting thick glass walls to separate him from visitors. In 1993, during the Russian constitutional crisis, Saturn was distraught at the noise made by tanks driving outside the zoo. Some of the zookeepers thought it may have reminded him of his time in Berlin. Oh, no. Nice, horrible, right? That's this really sad. Alligator. Depression? PTSD? Oh, man. I really feel for him. In the 2010s, Saturn went on yet another hunger strike, with zookeepers having to keep uh, giving him vitamins via IV to keep him alive. While he resumed eating after nearly a year, it was clearly the alligator's final years. Despite his volatile life, Saturn had only had one violent outburst. In 1970, he tried to bite an inexperienced zoo employee who wanted to feed him by hand. 
which doesn't seem like a great thing to do. Why are you letting an inexperienced employee feed an alligator in the first? Like, what are you By doing? By hand. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know how you feed an alligator, but I don't think I'd want to put my hands anywhere near it. I want to basically throw something over the wall and run away. That's how I would feed an alligator. And I don't know why you would want to do it any other way. I don't. I don't get that. But he was otherwise noted to be a peaceful and generally relaxed alligator. It's possible that Saturn was the world's oldest alligator at the time of his death in May 2020. Mississippi alligators usually live between 30 and 50 years in the wild, but in captivity they can live much longer, with Saturn being around the age of 84 when he passed away. At the time of Saturn's death, it was reported that his corpse was to be stuffed and placed on display at the State Darwin Museum, a biology museum, in Moscow, adding another location to the eventual Ingenious World Tour. <laughs> we gotta go pay our respect to Saturn. I feel a kinship with this animal. Me too. You know? Had a hard life. It feels like... It feels human, in a way. Uh, our thanks to Mark for sending this topic in and making me sad about an alligator's life. It's not what I expected to do on a Monday morning, but here no. we are. <laughs> if you want to read more about Saturn, we have some links over in the show notes at relay.fm slash ungeniused slash 126. While you're there, you can become a member and support the show directly. You can also send us an email with your favorite weird Wikipedia topic, and we will put it on the list. It's a big list. I'm just scrolling through this list right now. It's a very big list. There's a lot of stuff on this list. <laughs> Keep sending them in, though. This show will go forever. Yeah, we don't do these things in order, right? It's just it's what you uh, are inspired by that week. So. That's right. I had I had a question about that recently, and every two weeks I look through the list and I let the list speak to me. Mm -hmm. And this time Saturn spoke. <laughs> Sometimes it's alligators. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. The show is at ungenius. Mike is there as I M Y K E, and you can follow me on Twitter as I S M H. And until we rescue our next alligator, Mike, say goodbye. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.